right, well, I am Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head and Heart 1313. 1313. You said that too fast for me. I'm sorry. I mean, Gosh. you were speeding through the, hmm. the thing. I'm sorry. It's all right. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Welcome back, guys. Absolutely. We're glad you guys are back with us. Yes. Today is going to be a really good day. We mm-hmm. are talking about love. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a good thing. It's the sole reason why we're doing this. <laughs> it is. Yes. Um, very, very excited about it today. Absolutely. First, what I want to do before we get into the actual episode, I want to thank you all for listening. Yes. Thank you guys who are subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Um, our podcast, we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't do this without you, and your support means a lot to us. So I just want to let you know that we are grateful, we are thankful, yes, um, and we love you guys. Absolutely. Uh, just piggybacking off one wife says, we can't do this without you guys. You guys are so vital to what we're trying to do. So thank you guys for subscribing and sharing, and we just ask you to continue to do that as well, but we just hope that we can continue to be a blessing to you guys. We enjoy doing this, and we just look forward to it every time we get the chance to do it, so thank you. Yes, and if you find any value in um, what you've listened to through yeah. our podcast, please rate and review mm-hmm. and always share. Yeah, let us know what you're thinking, uh, what you liked, and if you have any suggestions, any topics you'd like to see us cover, we'd love to do that as well. Yeah, we mm-hmm. would love to. So topic for today. Yes, we are talking about building a love that lasts. Yes. And um, I think this is a timely topic. Yeah, for us it is. For us it is. Why mm-hmm. is that? Oh, because in another month or so, month in a few days. There you go. Month in a few days, we will be celebrating 13 years of marriage. 13 years. That's yes. awesome. It's feeling like just like yesterday, and I've enjoyed every moment with you. Does it really feel like just like yesterday? It's been a little bit. Okay. I mean, we got two kids and stuff. You know, and, you know but... kind of grown a little bit. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't seem like, like it's, it's been, been that long. long. No, you know? it doesn't. It I doesn't. mean, they're growing, so obviously it shows that time has passed. Right. Obviously, but right. it just it, it hasn't seemed like it's been long. It still seems fresh. Well, when you're having fun, mm-hmm. time flies. It does. It does. I said that backwards on purpose. That's okay. But I, I it like still that. fits, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> So building a love that lasts. So how do we do that? I I guess Mm -hmm. the first thing we should get into is before you build a love that lasts with another person, you should build a love that lasts with God. Absolutely. That is correct. God created us and we have to have a revelation of who God is as a two. I've said one, but God as our father yeah. and then God as our creator as well yeah. and there's just a different love that comes from that obviously the love of a father for his children us yes. and then of course the fact that God took time and yes. made it a point to create us yeah, just so we can have fellowship with us he, he created us from a vein of love yep. he, he almost wanted something to love something to be a part of something to uh, just be with other people and kind of fellowship and have their relationship with them. And that's why we were created. And I just think that's so cool that he it did is. that. It is. So just have the revelation of who God is in your life as your father, but also the fact that he deemed it necessary to create you. It, yes. 
Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And I, I want to take you quickly, guys, if you have your Bible, I'll take you in here. I encourage you to open it up to Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. If you do not have it, that's fine. I'm going to mm-hmm. read it to you anyway. Yeah. Um, but that verse 35, it says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Yes. Now, I mean, this is Jesus speaking. Mm-hmm. But we we know Jesus is the Son of God. We know He's a part of the Trinity. And Absolutely. so the the thing that I want to point out is the words will never pass away. Yes. God's word will never pass away. Correct. That's the only thing that will stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. And in the end, when you think about that, what what does God's word say? Correct. There you go. You know, like what what does it say? What does it say about us? And I think there's a there's many things yes. um, in the Bible where we can find what God says about us, how he feels about us, mm-hmm. how he loves us, how he cares for us, what he thinks about us, mm-hmm. you know. And so those things will stand the test of time. They mm. will last. Absolutely. And so we need to hang our hats on that. We need to grab a hold of that and hold dearly to those words because those are the first building blocks mm-hmm. to building a love that lasts. Absolutely. And under those words that are in the Bible, it's yeah. always love. Always you know, love. Which brings us back to you know our key verse, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. The greatest of these is, is love. love. Yeah. You know, which is the standpoint of what he did. And just God being love. We yeah. hear it all the time, God is love. So I think that's just fantastic how you put that. Yeah. And so you touched on it earlier Mm -hmm. and I'll just go through a little bit. Um, You said about God being our creator. Yes. And so like we're made in his image. And so first things first, we want to make sure that we build a love with God that lasts. And that means you've got to spend time with him. You've got to read his word. Yes. Um, You've got to accept the words that he speaks to you. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, that's been a hard thing uh, for me in the, I guess, especially like in the beginning stages um, when I first came to uh, Christ, um, just accepting his love for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even now, you know, the it, it gets difficult sometimes because you know we live in this world and I think it's kind of hard to ignore some of the things that go on in this world and so you fight these thoughts that yeah. you know God really feels this way about me that I'm not this person I'm not this way and all of these things and so God really shows himself um, as love to you and you have to accept that and so that's one of the things building the relationship with god being in his word accepting what he says about you what he says for you Mm -hmm. how he loves you um and not only that but he gives us all these things as a free gift to us which is just love in and of itself we don't have to do anything to deserve it yeah he just willingly gives you this because of how he adores us. Exactly. And I think it's just, again, just so cool to know that 
I'm the apple of his eye. Yeah. You know, that he looks at me with delight and yeah. desire as well, you know, as a good father and a good creator would. That he's, we're his creation and he's pleased with what he's created in us as well. I think that's just fantastic. It is. It mm-hmm. is. And so while we're talking about, you know, being made in his image, mm-hmm. we also get to the next part of building a love that lasts. Now mm-hmm. that we've got, once you have your foundation with yep. God, mm-hmm. you know, which is what you need mm-hmm. to have any other healthy functioning relationship yes, in your ma'am. life. Let's. Let me say that that. again. In order for you to have any other healthy functioning relationship in your life, Mm -hmm. you need to have the healthy relationship with God first. We have a saying around here all the time that if you (laughs) get your relationship with God right, all your other relationships will fall in line. And we feel like that's just a true statement because he gives you those other relationships also as gifts as well to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And us being image bearers, um, um, the way God created us, yeah. he is who you want to look to to see how to build a lasting love, re- love filled relationship. He is our model. He is. Our, that's the word mm-hmm. I was looking for. Yep. See, that's role model model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that and that is the important thing. That is what we want to look to. You want to know? how to build a love that lasts with someone else now, you've got to look at how God does it. And so let's talk about that. Yes. Yes. So I think one of the things we have to think about is sacrifice. Absolutely. And what that means. So I know in the Bible it says, you know, it's almost uh, like a, a charge to husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Well, how did Christ love the church? He sacrificed he gave he sacrificed himself for the church he sacrificed and he came you know to do these things for us so he doesn't make sure that we know that jesus always sacrificed for his disciples for the those that he you know were preaching to and things of that nature so what is what do we what do we need to do we should always be willing to sacrifice for our spouse yeah willing to you know step aside and put other feelings in front of our own and things of that nature but just how to just sacrificing for each other and making sure that that is at the forefront in a sense because marriage for sure is sacrifice and that's exactly what jesus did for us i i agree with that i totally agree with that and Mm -hmm. i think that's so important as husband and wives that we understand that there will be moments in our lives where we do have to sacrifice certain things and but um we do so with um the knowledge and with the what am i trying to say i guess with the knowledge of knowing that we mm-hmm. are showing love to our spouse oh, absolutely. Yeah. um in this way not with the begrudge with uh begrudgingly that is good you know and that things of good. that nature you sacrifice with love with as love. the reason for your sacrifice with not love. with i'm going to sacrifice just so i can hold it over your head one day exactly absolutely that's fantastic the next thing that um, we have to do, um, building a love that lasts, um, and you talk about this a lot, is okay. recognizing that our spouses are also made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. That in itself is so important because I think sometimes right. we separate. We do. We tend to separate like I'm made in the image of God. Correct. There you go. Um, but when we're mad at our spouses oh they are not made in the image of god forgetting who they are 
Yeah. And 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 forgetting that, you know, God created them for you. Correct. Absolutely. We have the same creator. Yeah. And he created both of us and we're both made in the image of God. So, uh ladies and gentlemen, your husbands and wives, your spouses, both of you are made in the image of God. And if you can recognize that and recognize the importance of that that when you're speaking to your husband or your wife or you're treating them in a way that's unbefitting in a sense yeah you're doing that to a son or a daughter of god absolutely they're made in his image as well so that's one of the things that always keeps me humble and keeps me keeps my volume down when we get into passionate heated conversations to make sure i'm not yelling you don't yell i know but there's you don't y'all he doesn't (laughs) yeah i'm i'm gonna say this i love i i say this um, out of admiration because you know we do have our passionate conversations um, but mm. he does not yell and I, I'm so thankful one for that but I also want to lo- learn how to do it because <laughs> I'm not like that yet <laughs> well honestly for me besides the fact that me just naturally adoring you and loving you is I also recognize that I can't be yelling at God's daughter like that. God, <laughs> God is not going to look favorably upon me if I'm sitting here pointing my finger at, at his daughter and treating her some kind of way. And that's the same thing most good fathers would do with their daughters. We have a daughter as well, and when she gets to an age where it's time for her to get married, me and her future husband are going to have a conversation where he needs to understand who she is, yeah. who she is to me, yeah. also who she is to God, of course, and how he cannot be treating her in a way that God would not want her to be treated, and obviously me as well. So I just don't yell at you, I, and I don't try to treat you in a way that he wouldn't be, it wouldn't be pleasing to him. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I'm paraphrasing here because for some reason I can't remember the whole verse, but it's like what you do for the least of these in a sense or what, how we treat each other on this earth is how yeah. people know who we are yeah. and how people know that we're different and that we're, and we're lovers of God. Yeah. So I have to first treat my spouse that way yeah. and treat you that way and before I treat yeah. anybody else that way. Exactly. So I have to. It's a charge. It is. <laughs> that God has given me. So we have to remember your spouses are made in the image of God. Honor that. And that's because that's a sacred thing. It's it honor is. that. Yeah. It is. It mm-hmm. is. The um the next thing I'd say we want to do is be givers. Mm-hmm. Now you said this earlier. Yeah, I did. You said that, you know I teased it, I think. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that God God gives his love and he gives it freely. Yes. You guys, it is what did I write? Unearnable. Yes. It's unearnable. You, there is nothing you can do to earn the love of God. He just loves you. Yeah. And so therefore us being made in God's image, we must also be givers of love mm-hmm. freely to our spouses, Absolutely. to those that we're in relationships with. They should not have to feel like they need to do something to earn yeah, our absolutely. love. It is not something that they have to do. We give it freely. It is a commandment that God has given us right. to love others. Right. That, that would be an awful situation to put anybody in. Yeah. Like I would hate you know, for you to feel like you have to do something, you know, to earn it. That's pre- that, that means my love for you is predicated on you doing something to make me happy. Right. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Love it, in its purest form is I love you because of who you are. 
Yeah. And I love you just because I'm charged to love you. For us Christians, I'm charged to love you. I have to love people. And you spoke about it earlier about how, you know, his love is unearnable. And it's almost the same way when we think about our children. Our children. Oh, yeah. We have our children and they can make the stupidest mistakes and do the dumbest thing. However, that's still my son or that's still my daughter. And I still love them regardless of what they did. And that's how God's love is for us. He loves us regardless of what we do and if we mess up on things. He still loves us. It's unearnable. But it has to be the same way for our spouses as well. Once you make that charge and make that vow that I'm going to spend life with you and we're going to do this together, it should be nothing that you do to keep my love from you. And it should be nothing that you have to do to make me love you more. Yeah. And that's how it is with God. Sometimes I think we do that as well, where we try to do things so God will love us more. No, God already loves us as much as he's ever going to love us. And it's more than we can ever receive in a yeah. way. And it has to be the same for you. You can't do anything to make me love you more. I just need to be able to love you. It shouldn't be any levels to my love. It shouldn't be, oh, I only love you this much. And and here now, see, and, and he said something and I want to point it out. Now, there, you are always going to, your um, appreciation for your spouse yeah. is always going to be ever increased, increasing. That is true. Because I would say, you know, I've seen, I would say, now, I'm going to speak about me. Do it. I hope you agree. <laughs> okay. But I would say, Darren, witnessing what I dealt with through the birth of our two children mm -hmm. made him appreciate, oh, yeah. you know, what the sacrifice even more oh, or what or what we decide, you know, us us having children together. He, it, he appreciated me a little bit more in that aspect. He, it's not that he loved me anymore. He just appreciated what I Correct. did and my position as a mom a little bit more. Yeah. And I th I like think you. I'm doing that no, right. You, exactly what you said. Yeah. My admiration for you grew. Yeah. You, you know, you became more just spectacular. Oh, thank you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so your appreciation level for your spouse will continue to increase throughout the years. Yes. But the love that you have for your spouse they, they should not have to do anything to earn it, um, as we said before. So that that is also one thing that we can take away from from God. What's a what's another yes. thing? Absolutely. So I think this is one as well that's extremely important, especially in this world, is you have to encourage one another. <laughs> yeah. And that's big for your boy. Yeah. I need encouragement and I need it from you. Yeah. Because I can get beat up by the rest of the world. But if my wife is at home and she believes in me and she encourages me, oh, man, it makes the world of a difference. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, and, and you got to think about it, too. Again, we're mimicking. We're, we're learning from the yep. only model there is to learn from. Yes. He is a God is a great encourager. He is. And so then we need to, in turn, encourage our spouses earlier today. Um, I was not having a good morning <laughs> and Darren sat with me on the bed and he was encouraging me and you know it was it was great for me to have that but that's kind of what we do yes you know if he's having a bad moment I'm going to encourage him to the best of my capabilities mm -hmm. and he's going to do the same with me Correct. so that's one of the things that you can do as well 
to help build this long lasting love Absolutely. between each other. And again, with God being our model of encouragement, just think about what the Bible says about who we are, that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, yeah. you know, that the angels look at us in awe, yeah. and, you know, and how God looks at us at delight. You know, just these different things that are in the Bible that God says about us, the promises that God says about us. It's just a big thing, and that's how he encourages us, and we definitely are to do that for our spouses. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the uh, ways that I think it kind of goes hand in hand with, like, sacrifice a little bit mm-hmm. was being in service to each other. Yes. When you think about it, when Jesus came, he came to serve. He did. Not to be served. He came to serve. Mm-hmm. And so we have to have that service mindset when it comes mm-hmm. to our spouse, not the whole, well, I'm going to wait on you hand and foot type of servant no, right. um, mentality. That's not what I'm talking about. But you do want to be in service to your spouse. Absolutely. You do want to help them in their needs. Um, mm-hmm. We were put together for uh because we can help each other correct because we we can build each other up because we can serve one another because the the the, whatever we're going to build together for the kingdom of god is going to be built um me in service to you you in service to me in those areas Mm -hmm. so that we can build together so that that is one of the things that i say kind of goes a little bit with sacrifice but definitely being in service to each other Absolutely. And again, just to bring it on a more relationship side of it for husbands and wives is that if you both have the mindset and the mentality of how can I serve my spouse yeah. today, yes. both of you yes. have that same mentality. Speak on it. Then at that particular point, is, is you lessen arguments. I mean, they still happen, obviously, but you just lessen strife. Yeah. It's harder for Satan to come in and have a foothold against you guys and bring strife to you guys. Yeah as well you just are just walking in peace and it's and you can't you, you've probably heard that cliche phrase although true you can't outgive god where well, if you guys are almost in a sense trying playfully not competition but playfully trying to how can i serve her you know not necessarily one upper or one up him but always wanting to see what can i do for that person and then you're reciprocating that and you're getting it back from your spouse it's just a pleasant relationship nobody likes that relationship where it seems one-sided right so it can't be that especially in marriage so if you guys are both having that relationship of how can i do something even how small yeah you know for my husband or for my wife today yeah makes things better it makes (laughs) things so much better Mm -hmm. well the next thing you Mm -hmm. actually do a lot better than me um you're getting a whole lot better am i though uh yeah (sighs) yeah i prophesy over your daughter i i i receive it (laughs) Listen, we're talking about walking in instant forgiveness, Mm -hmm. if you can. I put that in like underneath (laughs) there (laughs) because that's for me. That if you can is for me. Walking in instant forgiveness. You know, not only does God ask us to forgive others, um, but he is a forgiving God. Absolutely. He he looks and wants... Once we do anything that's wrong, he's already waiting for the opportunity to forgive us for it. I don't even think God like gets angry or mad at us, you know, especially if we come to him in a sense of of forgiveness and repentance and things of that nature. And that's how it needs to be for us, you know, and that's something that I did earlier in our marriage that God challenged me to do earlier in our marriage, and that's to walk in instant forgiveness. So and I've told her my wife this before. 
And I say it to you guys, it's nothing that she can do to make me not forgive her and to make me leave her or anything of that nature. I'm always going to be here, especially if she wants to be here and especially if she wants forgiveness. I'm not going to make her earn it or anything like that. I'm not going to turn a cold shoulder to her and stuff like that and make her earn forgiveness and things of that nature going back to that. You know, but however, I do want to say that I understand that this is this is something that I had to practice. I didn't wake up yeah. and, and walk this out instantly. I've gotten better at it over the years because I practice it. So you, if even if you're not there, I don't want you to read into this as like, oh, man, that sounds hard to do. Just start to work at it and look for opportunities to forgive because people are different. People are different. Just like my wife said, sometimes if my wife is upset, she needs to sit in there for a second and talk to God about it and deal with it however she deals with it. And that is fine. But I do believe that even in my wife's frustration, I think she is also looking for the opportunity of, okay, I want to forgive. I just need to get myself in a mood to where I'm able to, to really mean I forgive him when it's time to forgive him instead of just saying the word. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Walking in instant forgiveness within your marriage will cut out a lot um, of petty fights and mm-hmm. arguments. You can just be like, you know what? I was tripping that, you know yeah. what I said the other day? I ain't mean it. That was, you know, and you can move on. Yes. Why? Because you already know that um, they are made in the image of God. You are going to you are freely giving them your love. Yeah. You are now you're going to encourage them. They're encouraging you. You're going to encourage them throughout this process, throughout yes. this little spat or whatever you had. Mm-hmm. And now you want to continue to be in service to each other. You don't you don't when you have all that together, you you kind of shake off the footholds that the enemy has in your marriage. And trust me, if you are married or you are engaged or you are wanting marriage, I just want to let you know the enemy is always gunning for you. Yes, we are champions for marriage around here, and we want to see them work. Yes, we <laughs> we do. We do, we do. And so, so the whole instant forgiveness thing is hard to do sometimes, but you can practice that and you can get better at it. And it does make it easier to continue to do because realistically, you married your spouse because you love them and you want to be around them. You want to do life with them too. So the, the thought for me to do life without my wife, oh, it is a horror story for me. Yeah. I can't imagine it. So anything that she would have done, let's just move past it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that does take practice. Like he says, I'm still working on it. I still have to go to God and ask, you know, but what I found, what I found is that in the, in the time that I have been going to God, yeah. I don't even stay angry as long as I used to. That's good. I don't like, I'm like, oh, it. I thought I was going to be able to hold on to this for a little bit. I guess I got to let it go. <laughs> because you're made in God's image yeah. and God does the same thing. Yeah. He immediately forgets any sin that we do, especially when we repent and he throws them away. So it's in you to do that anyway. And you know what? <laughs> that comes from building a relationship, mm-hmm. a love that lasts with God Amen. first. The more time you spend with him, the more you become like him. Yes. And so you can you can have really good relationships. Mm-hmm. So I guess the last thing we want to say is um, choose peace. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. A, love is a choice. It is. So choose love, but choose peace. Yeah, 
it's almost like interchangeably with the description about where you know you know God says before you or not God but life may set before you you know death and life yeah. but God wants you to choose the door life. yeah the door yeah so in this case you know you're gonna have to choose do you want peace or do you want strife well God wants you to choose life he wants you to choose peace yeah and it's that so always choose peace when you can and you always can. But sometimes, you know, you may be so heated that you don't remember that you want peace. A little bit of flesh showing. Yeah, absolutely. A little little fleshy, a little fleshy. But once you kind of get back to the root of it all and you're ready to take a step back, choose peace. You know, and and that's one of the things I wanted to say um, as we choose peace. And so let me say this. I did a Bible study. Mm -hmm. Um, becoming Mrs. Better Half hey. with Holly Furtick. Shout out. If you don't know <laughs> Holly Furtick, she is the wife to Steve Fur- Stephen Furtick, Pastor Stephen Furtick. Elevation Church. Elevation Church. She did this Bible study called Becoming Mrs. Better Half. I hope she does it again because I will do it again. It was a phenomenal Bible study. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And mm. one of the things that she drilled into our heads is you cannot change your spouse. You mm. can only change you. Amen. And so when choosing peace, you can't, you can't not choose peace because your spouse is acting this. You can't change your spouse. You can't modify their behavior. You can only change you. Absolutely. That is all you have control over. Yep. Okay. And so that is what you need to be focused on. And you choosing peace, I don't listen. I am not good at quoting scriptures, but there, ladies, there is a Bible verse <laughs> that says that your husband may be uh, won over um, by your behavior, yeah. not your words. Yeah. So sometimes just choosing peace and deciding, you know what? I'm going to go sit this one out. I'm going to choose to walk in instant forgiveness and mm. I'm going to go sit and I'm not going to stir the pot. Mm. And you never know what comes out of that. Now, I'm not saying that to put it all on ladies. I'm just speaking to ladies because I need you to know you can only change you. Right. Men, you can only change you. This is correct, guys. You can only change us. And we already know sometimes... Uh, we don't understand. It may be the, uh, the other sex as best as we want to, but that's where prayer comes in. You pray to God and say, hey, God, if I'm missing it somewhere, then reveal it to me and change me. Because, again, you can only change you. But, God, I cannot change my wife, but you can. So if it's something that she's missing, if, if she's indeed incorrect in an area, then God, go to her and speak to her because only you can do that in the way that you can. Only you can come to her and speak to her in a, in, in the fashion where she's going to want to make change. But if it's me, then I'm willing to change as well. So guys, be willing to put that onus back on yourself as well to say, okay, if it's me, help me to change myself. God, if it's her, help me to be patient, but you change your wife, her. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That yeah. is so good. Well, guys, that's all we have for you today. Hope it helped. Uh, we hope that it helped. Um, <laughs> the main thing we want to talk to you, we wanted to talk to you about building a love that lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because we are champions for marriage, which we are, we are, but because we know that this is what God wants for you. He doesn't just yes. want you to be on this earth um, without knowing uh, love. Um, from other people yes without being able to have that type of relationship with other people Mm -hmm. Um, and so you want to be able to build a love that lasts yes and so first 
build the love that lasts with God, spend time with him, be in prayer with him, accept his words and what mm-hmm. he speaks over you. Um, I'm telling you that because that's something I consistently have to work on. Yes. And then model yes. after your father Amen. and how he displays love to us Amen. because he is the greatest teacher and we are going to learn so much from him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can we pray? Yeah, we can pray. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much, Lord, for this time. We thank you, Lord, for everybody who is hearing this message right now, every couple that's hearing this message right now, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to them, uh, reveal to them their identity, and reveal to them uh, how you're pleased with their marriage and their relationship, Lord God. So all married couples, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you're able to help them build a love that lasts, Lord God. Anybody who's engaged, I help that. I hope that if they hear this message, Lord God, that you help them build a love that lasts. People who are seriously dating, the same for them as well, Lord. Just be in the midst. I pray that our, everybody keeps you in the forefront and in the foundation and right, your rightful place, Lord, in their relationship as well, Lord God. And that you speak to all husbands, all wives, all men and all women, Lord God, to help us to build a love that lasts and make sure our relationship with you is intact as well, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord, for this time. And we just love you so much, God. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. That's going to be it for today. We will talk to you guys next time. Absolutely. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.